Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Hello! Welcome back to Cake Money Confidential. I'm so excited about today's episode. Of course. Of course, I'm going to say that. Like, can we take bets? (laughs) Can we go back and listen to the previous 20 episodes? And did I ever not start a podcast episode by saying, I'm so excited? But you know what? Here we are. I'm so excited. Um, A quick life update because I have not shared this anywhere publicly yet. And I'm like, hello, let's do it with a podcast, fam. Um, Right now, I'm at my dad's house recording. My parents are divorced and my husband, myself, as well as our sweet little baby, Zavian, we are living with my mom and then my dad will go back and forth right now as we're like in between homes. So right now we own two homes. We own one in the Bay Area and then we just purchased our forever home in Charleston, South Carolina, right on the water. We have our own deep water dock. Like I'm just, it's such a dream. It is such a dream. And I did not share that publicly for so long. Wow. This might actually turn out to be a completely different episode. Um, but anyways, I did not share that publicly for so long because I was lingering in that celebration. Like, This, us purchasing this home, not only were we able to do it without having to sell our first home, meaning we got approved for a loan based on our income, the business, my husband's job income, job income, (laughs) what is that salary? I don't know. Um, Based on that, you know, they didn't require us to sell our first home, right? They're like, no, y'all are absolutely capable of carrying these two mortgages. And that's just so damn cool because if you would have asked me while I was a teacher if I would ever be able to do this, I mean, I probably would have told you yes because I knew I was meant for more. Like I just knew I was meant to be wealthy. So I'd probably just like say yes and have no fucking clue why I was saying yes. But let me just say this, like teacher Taylor would be absolutely shitting her pants right now. Like absolutely. And honestly, I'm shitting my pants right? Like it is just so cool. And I I could cry every single time I think about it. The possibilities that, you know, my business has created for us and for our family. It's absolutely wild. And I am so grateful and I'm so in awe and it's just so damn cool. Um, So we are going to be moving to Charleston, South Carolina. We decided to go ahead with some renovations and remodeling before we move in. So that's why we're sort of in between right now living with my parents, which is also a really special opportunity because Xavier gets to spend some really quality time with his family. If you all did not know this, we lived on the West Coast in California away from all of our family. Um, and I mean, we loved the Bay Area. We loved our neighbors. We loved our home. 
but it was so important for me because when I grew up, like I can just remember, you know, going, going over to my mama and my papa's house and playing with all the cousins and just having, like, I have some really incredible, incredible memories of doing that. Um, I could literally cry like right now thinking about this and talking about it. And it was so important for me and for us to be able to give that to Xavian. And moving to Charleston back to the East Coast means doing just that. And I'm just like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I did not share that publicly because that celebration to me was so sacred. And I think in the online space, it almost becomes this thing like celebration. Celebrating publicly is like I encourage my clients to do it please do it. It is so damn sexy, but do it from a space of doing it for you, right? If you are celebrating as like this, look at me, buy from me. My life is so fucking great. Like people can see right through that shit, right? And so a lot of people ask me like, why don't you share these things publicly? Like as soon as they happen, like, but I'm like, oh, I just need to linger in that. Like, I just need to be in that for a hot second. I just need to continue to have these incredible dreamy as fuck conversations, with Ryan uh, with our Pinterest board and planning out our kitchen and designing it and the green cabinets if you saw my Instagram stories you know we're doing green cabinets but I just wanted to sit in that celebration for so long I had no plans of sharing this to down the podcast but I was like it just feels right it feels like I'm ready and I'm still going to continue to celebrate the absolute hell out of it but I'm just I'm so excited we are so excited it's it's perfect. It's the perfect home. It is It is a big house. We want lots of babies. I want like at least three children. Four possibly. Like I love being pregnant. I love being a mom. And I know that I've created such an incredible business that supports our life and will absolutely without a doubt make all of that and more possible, which is really fucking cool. Um, and so, you know, Maybe this episode is going to be a little bit different than what I originally was going to talk about because, you know, I like to keep it short and sweet on the podcast episode, but I would really encourage you to reflect on how you are celebrating and why you are celebrating publicly. And it is okay to not share every aspect of your life online. It is okay. In fact, I really encourage you to keep things sacred keep things close romanticize and linger in the celebration because then when you go to share them it is going to feel like the biggest holy fuck I can't believe I'm able to say this out loud moment like this is so damn cool there are so many celebrations that I'm I'm like lingering in right now and I have plans to share them on the podcast I've shared a little bit on them you know a little bit about them on Instagram stories but in terms of like talking about the why and the how and doing educational content, I'm just like, I need these just need to like linger a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Um, and of course, I'll celebrate them in time because I think celebrating is is such an incredible and very, very easy way to sell because it is directly linked to embodiment. And, and people will, when you actually walk the talk, people will pay you all day long. It's just the truth. Um, and that's also like a different podcast for a different day. But I really want you to check out, check out, really look at, 
Why are you celebrating? Are you allowing things to be sacred? When you do celebrate, are you celebrating in an authentic way? I think this is another huge thing, right? Because you'll see people celebrate in these huge gestures online. They'll go out and they'll buy a designer bag. They'll go out and they'll, you know, order a shit ton of balloons and get a limo and go like on a trip. And all of those things are beautiful, but one, they might not be realistic for your season of life. They might not align with your priorities with money. And also that might not feel authentic to you. Like if I were to say like, oh, let's like get a bunch of balloons and rent a limo and go like that would just, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. You know what I mean? Like I would rather sometimes just like sit in bed, not do a damn thing, put on love is blind after the altar, some juicy (laughs) fucking trash TV. Nobody talked to me for 30 minutes. Like that could be my celebration. Maybe I would take a bath and read my book for 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you celebrate, don't make celebration a chore. Like actually choose something in the moment that is going to serve you in that season that feels so damn good. Full permission to not share a single boomerang of that shit on social media. Like I think that that's another thing. Like the way that people interact with social media just it's not sustainable. Like if you are constantly living your life, looking through the lens of Instagram stories, trying to get a boomerang, trying to get an Instagram story, you're going to hit burnout so fucking fast. And you're also going to neglect a lot of things in your life. Like I'm just being so honest, you're going to neglect so many things in your life. And so check your priorities. What is actually sustainable with you for you and the way that you interact with social media in your business. You do not have to share every single second of your life in order to be relatable, in order to be an expert, in order to be the go-to resource for your client. Like, so, okay, let's go there too. Check in with your boundaries around social media. Where could you be more present in your life? Because the more present you are in your life, the more creative you're going to be. The better ideas you're going to have, the better content you're going to have, the better offers you're going to have, the better you're going to serve your clients, the better mentor you're going to be. Truly, if you're intentional with it. And so, I don't know, like, let's play a fucking game. Go on your phone and see how many hours, (laughs) because I know it's not minutes, how many hours you spend on Instagram. And what if, like, plot twist, what if you were to add up the amount of time you're on social media? Yeah, just scrolling, just doing whatever you do on social media and add that to your quote unquote working hours for your business. I guarantee you, your working hours for your business would nearly double. Because a lot of people think like, oh, I'm just scrolling. This is for me, right? But like, what's the point in doing that? Do you have a life? Could you do something else outside of that? And I'm not saying like, don't watch your favorite makeup account for 20 minutes because I totally do that. (laughs) But a lot of times when you are constantly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, one, you're going to start to feel like shit, right? And two, you're going to lose touch with your own authentic voice right? It's very easy when you're constantly consuming and you're constantly exposing yourself to other people's energy because yeah, it even translates through social media and other people's beliefs and their offer suites and their strategies and da 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 It's very easy to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where do I fit into this? Right? So check your boundaries. Okay. This is a whole episode that I just didn't know needed to come out, but there we are. I love you all so much. I know that you got something so juicy from this. Anytime this happens, blackout riff, I know that you get exactly what you needed from this, but so much more.
right? So much more. And I just want to invite you to set this intention and everything that you do inside of your business is that when you're, whatever you're doing, whatever task, whatever you're listening to, it doesn't matter. It just takes literally one sec. Actually, there's going to be two things. It takes one second for somebody to find you and to want to pay for your highest, highest investment in full with, I mean, within seconds, right? Obviously there's strategic things on the back end of that, but it's really fucking cool to think that social media makes that a possibility. Now, the second thing is, is that enter into every single opportunity, like this, listening to this podcast is an opportunity, right? Creating a social media post, it's an opportunity. Showing up on Instagram stories, opportunity. Being in your life and having boundaries around your time and social media is an opportunity. Everything is an opportunity to have your next idea that's going to blow up your fucking business, right? So I literally can't even remember what I just said. Like I said, this is a blackout episode. (laughs) I love you all so freaking much and we'll see you next week. Podcast fam, listen, hold your cake pops because your girl has something she needs to say. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your community on Instagram. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, all you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram stories, tagging me at Cake Money Consulting. Plus, it's a win-win because when you share it with your community on Instagram, then I get to share you with my community as well. All right, fam, wishing you a booty load of cake and a massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much and I will see you next week.